1: Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K Praise.
2: Good evening, and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon, along with Pastor Ed Brody today. Blaine Nurse won't be with us. He was caught up in the snow up in Mammoth, so he'll be with us next week. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women get control of their lives again. Hey, Ed, I'm glad to have you with us today. Your poor brother got stuck up in the snow, so he had a whiteout. He called me yesterday and told me that they were going to be down, so I'm glad that they waited a night and took you know and got and came out back safely you know so
3: now he's gonna be up there in that beautiful country snowed in and he wants us to feel sorry for yeah him.
2: <laughs> you know i'm really feeling bad here <laughs> well we'll have him next week but anyway um we got some praise reports uh, i do know that uh, the police called us up asked us to help a young woman she was 25 years old uh folks she came from arizona and her boyfriend decided that he didn't want nothing to do with her and just dropped her off and left. And so here she's scared to death, and so they called us and asked if we would help her so um we did and and hopefully that things will be much better for her i think hopefully she'll reconcile with her family and maybe they can get back there she can go back to them so we'll see what happens there um we're working with another lady that um was actually um over at our church she was sleeping by the door and I, we haven't seen her out there i asked her i said how come i haven't seen you? And she doesn't go around to certain, certain areas because she knows it's kind of not a good place and so um she um is asking for help um uh they got some vouchers and hotel vouchers usually for bad weather they'll get some vouchers and um her and a girl named bunny and them we helped them get um, put in a hotel so um kind of took off a little reprieve for us because each um we pull all that out of pocket and so and with your donations folks that's what helps them so that we can get with them and and have a trust issue because they they have a trust issue because they get hurt so much out there but once they get to know who you are and you're there to help them they open up and then then we're able to um, help them get into places and and get the fundings and that
3: just just one thing i wanted to add i think people need to know where we come from we get no government subsidies that's right no government at all we draw no wages uh once in a while we'll fill up a gas tank because we do a lot of running around but that's that's the only expenses we take out of uh out of our funds yes. and and yet the police call us and ask us to put people up in hotels i think that's <laughs> kind of funny uh they're the ones that are supposed to have the vouchers but they call us which is fine i mean we... oh we, we love it
2: and you know it just shows that um well we've been out there for a while now and um they know who we are um actually uh the housing committee has been working with us now in two one one. So, um, and even other agencies are starting to reach out. So that's what makes it nice is when we can all work together. We can we can help the problems. It's when we work isolated as um, one. Uh, as one, just one unit, and not together as units is where because we don't have a database. I think we need to create a database so we know which who's working with who and who's not working, and that so we can kind of keep track. But maybe that'll come around soon enough here someday but anyway yeah um so there is some good replay sport. uh we call a guy out there his name we um, his name's david but we call him king david uh what a good gentleman he is a good heart um wants to help and stuff um got him off the streets he's into a home now and um and he's happy he's very happy so um we did work with uh, another agency with that one that was with path and um so it was really good with that um there so that was real um that was really, uh, that was really a, a relief to see him go, but i 'm going to miss him, but in a good way, you yeah. know that I know he's gonna, he 's going say he 's going to come back out on Saturdays I, to help
3: yeah I was going to say knowing david he 'll be out there Saturday anyway,
2: yeah, yeah, so he 's not going to be far he 's going to still be in East county out there, but he 's going to said he said he 'll promise to be there out there every Saturday, and then I know that he likes to go to the breakfast um with you the meetings yeah, out does. there
3: early in the morning, yeah, problem is getting him up to to get him good to go <laughs> well you know i
2: it's so cold out there and i just i feel for them but well
3: it's cold and they don't have alarm clocks yes so uh sometimes time you know, not, kind of goes past them they don't uh, don't realize what time it is you just lay on the horn head yeah. yeah i did he, he still didn't get up this last tuesday but uh but he loves going he really likes going out there and talking i talked to the the guys at the breakfast and they really enjoyed having him there uh last time also
2: you you know and that's what's about folks there i think that uh we get an impressions about the homeless and and i'm sure there's a few things out there we see that um that can be taken care of but you know what it's a lot of them have um a heart and it's just you know and it's try to break that down because they see a lot of bad stuff and they deal with a lot of bad stuff but um that's the whole thing about is giving them the hope let them know that people do care about them and once they see that, you can actually see the change in them. You can, and so there, those are some of the reports we have. A few more. I know Blaine had some, but we'll wait to him get back, and he can share that because I don't want to take that away from him. But oh. but we got a good uh, topic tonight, folks. Um, this is called encouragement. I hope this will be an encouragement to you. But we are called out to be encouragement to others. So I just I hope this. Um, this lesson tonight um will be good for everybody so i'll go ahead and start it off ed and then we'll go ahead and send it over to you uh, okay um, again uh tonight's topic is encouragement i have romans fifteen four to start off in our scripture uh, scripture and i'll go ahead and read that again that's in romans chapter 15 verse 4 such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us and the scriptures gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for god's promise to be fulfilled that is one thing i do love it's god is i have that verse down in here and i'll go ahead and read that a little bit here but um actually god will fulfill his promises he Amen. he is a man, a God that will. My father, my dad, I call him dad and father, but he will fulfill his promises. And as long as we believe and we know that, and we have faith in that, he will follow through. um I I wrote here. This is why I wrote about encouragement. In, encouragement can come from many sources, and I wrote God's presence, the Bible and other believers right and it's so important folks for you to be out there if you're not into a church i would get plugged into a church or even a home study would be even good too and get around believers because they when you're down there's nothing worse because i've been there before where you're down and you feel like you're the only one that's alone and there's two things i do and that's picking up the bible and reaching out to god and and then and then reaching out to my fellow uh, fellow friends who are believers and i tell you what that will give you encouragement just to know because they've been through the same thing ed you know so and that's one of the things that uh you it's too hard to try to tackle it on your own when i was a new believer um i i was kind of um i hate to say it i just thought well you know what i can do this i don't really have to go a lot to church um you know i can you know as long as i'm having a one-on-one with god and it was too tough and and there was things that when i got plugged into the church and started really you know getting involved with the church what a what a change in life and god and god can use you that way see god has plans for you and he makes plans encourage us along the way he opens doors and that's how you get doors open when you're trying it on yourself it's just too tough so I'll leave it there. And I go on on to go on to um, good leaders should encourage us to obey God's word. If you're a leader out there in a group or in a ministry in that... Your job is to encourage. We get encouragement by uh, Christ who gives us uh, to help us to lead the ministry. And I always say the homeless ministry is God's ministry. He just I'm just so happy to be a part of it. And even though we lead it, Ed, I look for his wisdom and his guidance. And that's an encouragement because he taught me long ago don't worry about people because i always will have a lot of people out there to help and don't worry about anything else i will always supply and you know once i got over that i I realized god you're in control i'm it's not me and you know what then that was an encouragement to me so leaders out there be encouraging to your 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 people out there because sometimes they go through the same thing we do um we all we all live by hope. The hope is in Christ Jesus, and we know by faith what He has done. But like I said again, it is hard at times in life. I wrote I wrote here. I love this one, Ed, um, and I actually know it by heart. But I'll go ahead and read it. Um, it, it says, "God's presence encourages us," and I like Romans four twenty one, and that's one of my favorite. Matter of fact, they were talking about Abraham and his faith in Romans. Yeah, and it says here it says in Romans four twenty one, said he was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever He promises. Again, I that's my verse, one of my verses I love because I just always got to remember, God fulfills His promises, and God promises that a lot of promises. If you really look into Scripture, you will see God's promises, and that's by faith. And faith is by remembering that God's in control we think we are in control and but god's the one that's really in control so i gone on to go to the next one it says encouragement comes from reading god's word i can back that up in scripture that will be in psalms 119 um, 20 and verse 28 so i'll get over there and i'll read that and <clears throat> and it goes on to say here and it starts off says i weep sorrow i weep. i excuse me i weep with sorrow but i'm encouraged but you encourage me by your word so when we read god's word you know um that's when you're down in time to trouble and you need encouragement god always gives you get, encourage you by the word i want to say ed you know what there's times when you're when you're down and out you the least thing you want to do is to pick up the bible and you know what that's the devil trying to keep you away Yes, we should run to god and run to the bible and start getting there because once you start reading the encouragement that god has in his words and the promises it it changes us yes it, it sure. does and i wrote on went on to go prayers prayers bring encouragement there again praying with god and i can back that up in psalms 138 verse 3 and that says as soon as i pray you answer me you encourage me by giving me strength. Strength overcomes everything, and it gives us, it builds our faith, it builds, um, it builds us up. It gives us that big hope that hey, I'm not alone. I have God. God is there. The encouragement. So whenever you're down, um, you know it's not only about being down, and and it's about even when you're when God is blessing you. Stay, we're supposed to thank him and you know what i wonder how many times i haven't you know i took it you know like oh god this is really good thank you but did i really sit down and say hey god thank you for your blessings thank you for taking care of my family and me just reach out to god like that and let him encourage you by your prayers and then it says and um the holy spirit encourages us and i can go to acts nine thirty one, and i can show you that what it says there and it says here i I, it starts off that the church it says okay i'll just go ahead and read it it says the church then the church then had peace throughout judah galilee and samaria and it and it became stronger as the believers lived in fear of the lord and with the encouragement of the holy spirit it grew in numbers and there again is when the holy spirit encourage us and lead us um, I just love encouragement. This is just—it just makes me feel good, Ed. And then to the top everything off, I wrote, "Believers should encourage each other," and I get that in First Thessalonians, uh, chapter four, uh, verses 8, uh, 18. chapter four eighteen. And it goes on to say here. Oh, I'm sorry. Here, let me get my page here. Here we go, and. Uh, 18, 18, here we go. I kind of lost myself there for a second. 18, Uh, okay. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. So, you know, encouraging each other, and you know what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, folks. I, I, I knew that wasn't right. I was looking at it. No, I'm sorry. I was reading 518. This is 418. It says, so encourage each other with these words. And what these words are is the words of the Lord. They'll strengthen us. They'll help us. And they'll bless us. So I'm sorry about reading 518. I knew I was looking at something wrong. But encouragement encourage others you'll be encouraged from others and, and that's what we're supposed to do is encourage everything right. ed i know that you got a scripture there that you want to speak about i'll go ahead and send it to you
3: yeah i'd like to follow up on some things you said because i think you you hit some really good points in uh in this idea of encouragement one is prayer you know it, when all else fails you go to prayer and God answers. Yes. And what an encouragement to know that there's somebody out there listening. And you know, when we deal with the homeless, that's kind of the way they they feel about us—like not with particularly like God, but the fact that when they talk to us, we listen, and we can get people off uh, off the streets into homes, whether it's temporary or permanent. But somebody's listening, and it's with prayer. When you go to God in prayer, you know somebody's listening, and that's real encouragement. Uh, the other one you gave was hope, and uh, hope, uh, in, uh, that's kind of a backward thing where encouragement gives you hope, and that's the other thing we try to do out there. We try to encourage people, don't give up, don't give up. God some, has something for you, and there, and you generate hope in them, and then when we follow through and they get a place, they're off the street, they understand then that, that uh, it's the... Uh, encouragement that gave him the hope and it materialized into their filling their needs. Uh, but the other one that I like is uh, that you gave was uh, encouraging uh, one another. Mm. Boy, there's nothing worse than to go up and tell somebody, Boy, I've had a bad day. I've just been beat up. And they're going, Oh, well, have a good day. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, there's no encouragement there. So we need to learn like we do with the homeless sit down, listen to them uh, sometimes there's nothing we can do to help them with that particular problem except pray for them but you know they find hope in the fact that we do listen and we do pray for them mm-hmm. and we can get some things done, I mean we can't solve everything but uh, but it gives them hope so those those particular things you hit I think are really important when you're talking about being encouraged I uh, I got onto this in-time uh, thing, and uh, there's a prophecy in Isaiah, and the, the point I want to make here is that God will come in and tell you the disasters that's going to take place, the the terrible things that are going to happen, but he dev- never leaves it there. He always gives you encouragement. He always gives you hope at the end. Yes. In Isaiah 34 and 35, it's prophecy of end time, and I like to think of this as the end of end times. 34 is all of the disaster and the things that are going to happen before Christ returns, and 35 is after he returns. So as I read this, think about this and and how encouraging this is. You look around, things are totally disaster, and you're ready to give up. Yes. God gives you encouragement verse thirty four uh, and isaiah four thirty four two i'm just going to read the one out of thirty four but here's what he's talking about in terms of disaster he says for the lord is enraged against the nations his fury is against all of their armies he will completely destroy them dooming them to slaughter now that's not a very uh that's not a very encouraging, uh, <laughs> encouraging thing <laughs> to look forward to you know there was a there was really a great movie out. That was called uh, three feathers
2: yes i remember that movie that's an older movie yes, oh it's a, great, it's a
3: great movie i love that movie but the thing that always fascinated to be about it is every place this guy went it was desert yes. there was nothing there but desert dirt and sand uh and that's the way it was under the english rule but when the israelites came back now you go over there it's a totally different picture and that's what paints here, what is painted here the, one, the verse I just read you is the one of before Christ returns. Now he returns, he cleans things up. And let me move to uh, 35. i uh, got to get the right pen here to get here. Uh, in verse 35, I'm gonna, this is only 10 verses and I'm going to read them. But this to me is, is like I said, in time before Christ returns. It's the disaster, the people are being destroyed. And then he takes rule. In this thousand-year reign. And I use that just to be able to get a picture of what he's saying here. Gotcha. So chapter 35 says, Even the wilderness and desert will be glad in those days. The wasteland will rejoice and blossom with spring roses. Yes, there will be an abundance of flowers and singing and joy. The desert will become as green as the mountains of Lebanon, as lovely as Mount Carmel, and as plain as Sharon, or the plain of Sharon. There the Lord will display his glory, the splendor of our God. Uh, With this news, strengthen those who have tired hands and encourage those who have weak knees. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong and do not fear, for your God is coming to destroy your enemies. He is coming to save you. And, And when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer, and those who cannot speak will sing for joy. Springs will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams of water uh, will water the wasteland. The parched ground will become a pool, and the springs of water will satisfy the thirsty land. March grass and reeds and rushes will flourish where desert jackals once lived. And a great road will go through the once destroyed land. It will be uh, named the highway of holiness. Mm. I like that, the Mighty highway too. of holiness. Evil-minded people will never travel on it. It will be only for those who walk in God's ways, and fools will never walk there. And it goes on with, um, well, let me go ahead and finish just two more verses. The lions will not wor- lurk along its course, nor will other furious animals. There will be no other danger. Only the redeemed will walk on it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrows and mourning will disappear, and they will be filled with joy and gladness.
2: That's encouragement. Oh, That is encouragement.
3: And you know, when we look at what's going on today, the price of gas, the price of food, uh, all of that, we need some encouragement. Absolutely. And I think the fact that reading this, of what it's going to be like when Christ returns— is our encouragement? We know there's hope in the future. However bad things may look right now, there's hope in the future because God has promised it. And in this verse, He has encouraged us to look forward to that. And uh, and this is the kind of thing that He does all the time. If He gives if He gives disastrous information, He always gives you hope. He always gives you encouragement right after that. That's right. So so this is just one of the things uh, places where God has has predicted disaster and then promised hope
2: absolutely and i love your i love the i love i'm glad you read all 35 there um it's only 10 verses but you know what that is what god's encouragement is what is seems so desolate so bad and you're looking at it and you brought a good example up the three feathers and um and that and but god has his God has His promises, right. and you look at Jerusalem today, it ain't the same. I mean, look at how flourished it is and, and how much they got going on with it. Very beautiful, yeah. and you know, and that's the promise of God is. I love Amen. it. and my God, I can't I, I just love the way you, you said that. Um, folks, you know, we do need encouragement, and Ed, you're right. the times of the signs are right now, everything has gone up. It's tough on people. Uh, a lot of people are living paycheck by paycheck. Um, senior assistants oh my what a hard time for them and i um i just pray that god will encourage you with his words also with his promises lean on his promises lean on him and oh god ed i'm going to give you the last word i can keep going on and on but i'll let you go ahead with the last uh, word and then we'll I, close. I
3: just just following this up you know when uh the, one of the things we try to give people out there is hope with and encouragement um, so if you're out there and things are not going well for you, be assured God has something better for you. Just go to Him, let Him know your needs, let Him know your love for Him, and uh, and just uh, be encouraged that something's better is coming along. Now here's the catch: there's a, there's always a catch, <laughs> oh, no. and here's the catch not that catch. Okay. Oh yeah, it's got to be a catch. <laughs> the catch is you got to know Jesus. The catch is you have to ask him into your heart. You have to allow him to lead and guide you. Because without him, you're going to stumble and fall and walk off the edge of cliffs and those kinds of things. But with him, he'll lead and guide you. And if you're in a bad situation right now, he'll lead you out of it. You you know, Ed, why don't you go ahead? Maybe
2: someone over the air here might want to turn their lives over. They need that encouragement, and they need the Lord. Could yeah. you go ahead and lead someone into yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I, I just want to want to go with the, Romans 10, 9 and 10. Yes. Uh, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Yep. Uh, confess with your mouth and you'll be saved. Yes. And here's the reason. Verse 10. It's with your heart that you believe and are justified. It's with your mouth you confess and are saved. And then verse 13 says, all, all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Let me do it. Can I, can I do a prayer? Yes, of, you uh, may. I hope okay. you would. If, if this is talk to you and you really want to put your life uh, in God's hands, I'm going to say, uh, lead a prayer of, uh, of uh, I, I think we're running out of time. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, right. We'll make it quick. All you need to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I ask you for your forgiveness of sin. I thank you for, your, for dying on the cross for me so that I can be cleared of all of my sin. I turn my life over to you, and I ask you to enter into my heart and lead and guide me through my life. In Jesus' name.
2: Folks, I hope this has been encouragement for you, and um, I hope that you will encourage others. I want to thank our sponsors. Hey, and um, Kim, and Goodwill, thank you. Javier of barrels, thank you for the food that you provide. Jeremy and Tim over Skyline, hey, thank you, guys. And Steve Forsythe, elkhorn Watson Church, thank you for your help. Folks, I hope that God will bless you all
1: and good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise